weeks, and I got this coming up week, so... Alright, that's all you need. Alright. I was trying to get the roster grid and the draft results, but this thing's being stupid. Well, we can, uh... We'll tell you. You go from memory. You talk about your draft, how you feel. All right, here we go. Hberg FFL Podcast. Hberg FFL Podcast, first episode for 2020, that of course, the Insane Clown Posse with the song Posse on Broadway, and when you hear that song, it can only mean one thing, we're joined by the one-time and future voice of the Broadway Fighting Gobblers, Micah Morris, how are you, and, and what are you doing on your Friday nights with no uh, high school football to call, How's, how are you holding up? I'm sitting around right now. That's that's all I'm doing. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing okay. I, I, it's it's interesting. I see my kids a lot more, my wife a lot more, so uh, that makes life a little bit more interesting. But um, I had RCBL to get me through the summer, and now we'll just try and make it to Christmas without without <laughs> strangling one another. <laughs> is is the season officially canceled, or are they 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 don't know when? Are they planning to come back and or do spring uh, football, or we don't know? Yeah, the, the the plan is now to play in the spring. Basketball starts uh, right before Christmas, and then football after that, and then baseball into into the summer. Very good. Well, good yeah. luck. I hope everything goes well. Um, and I should also introduce. It's the first Hello. episode. We're gonna <laughs> blow it out big. We're gonna do a three man weave. And if you heard him blurting out, that's the uh, my brother. You may know him as Leonard the Ghost Giovanelli, a.k.a. the statistician Warren Shark. My brother Mike, what's going on? Not wife. <laughs> what? what? Uh, Mike has said my wife like oh. five minutes ago. Oh. <laughs> I waited. And you nailed it, because we, as we all know, comedy equals uh, time, what, what, uh, timing yeah. and tragedy or whatever. Um, yeah. Yep. Very good. Well, uh, yeah, Mike. Uh, thank you again for hosting us at the draft uh, a couple weeks ago. This is our uh, first episode post draft, post week one. I hope we didn't do anything to uh, get banned from uh, your parents' house with our behavior at the draft. I think it went pretty well, all things considered. And you had a double draft My that way. So yeah, so uh, I had two drafts that day there, and the first one went well, went off without a hitch. The second one. Um, we were at about the 11th or 12th round and, uh, my dad got up to help my, my son with something and he tripped over his chair oh, gosh. and he hit, he fell, hit his head, had to call the rescue squad. Oh my God. And, uh, Whoa. yeah. So, so that draft went a little crazy there at the end of the, at the end of the draft, but, um, he's okay. Um, <laughs> well, good, it, yeah. it, it was, it was crazy, but yeah, all in all, not too bad. Man, wow. Well, yeah, good. Well, that's what. Uh, what are the odds that uh, someone would get hurt at the at the uh, at the at the other draft, the Ashburg FFL draft? I figured somebody would get drunk and fall in the pool when we call the uh, rescue squad or something. That's crazy, but yeah, yeah uh, I, that my money would have been more on that. But hey, you know what happens, happens. We had a good time. Um, well, coming out of the draft here, guys. Um, I guess we can talk about that real quick uh, before we get into the week one action. Um, how did you, uh, how did Micah? How did you feel about your team coming out of the draft? And uh, did you, uh, were there any teams that you thought particularly uh, did did well for themselves here? Yeah, I mean, for about my team first, I was pretty happy. I really targeted a couple of players that I wanted. Dak was one of the quarterbacks that I targeted, or the quarterback that I targeted, got him. Um, I, I was a little thrown off early. I think Mike's pick of Dalvin as a second pick threw a, threw a curveball. Um, yeah. I didn't necessarily think I would get Kamara at seven, so I was did, a little surprised. Did you make a trade? There were a lot of t- trades going on. Did you trade to that spot, or was that your original s- spot that you no, were picking? No, I was. I was fine with seven. I wanted anywhere four to seven, so I was okay there. Yeah. Um, and and really, like I said, Kamara surprised me. I didn't expect to see Ertz still sitting there in the seventh round. That is um, pretty crazy. So I, I felt like I had to take him there. Other than that, you know, I really wanted Calvin Ridley. Um, so I overall was pretty happy. Now, and then Ridley certainly paid off for you there in the uh, for week one, and we'll definitely talk about that. Now, Mike, uh, 
Micah said he was a little shocked. I think everyone was. You you traded up from what ten to two, um, and then went off the uh, expert consensus ranking with the Dalvin Cook pick. Um, I know you were high on him. Um, how? What was your thought process there, and and how do you feel like that uh, your draft played out after making that uh, that move, that big trade, and and then the pick? Uh well, you know, I was had the fifty fifty chance last year, Dalvin Cook in the second round, um, and that led Micah to an undefeated season because <laughs> he went right after that and got him. Um, he took Nick Chubb in the first round last year and went 13-0. and So I was like, well, this is the guy I want. You know, I wanted him last year. I made the wrong decision, so that's who I was going to get this year. Yeah, I, I was um, trying. I was trying not to bring up the 13-0, and Micah. I, I know it's a it's a touchy subject. I as a I I have a, basically an asterisk next to my uh, championship in in the record book now. I didn't I didn't uh, I won it without even having to face the uh, the juggernaut. I guess we could. Do you have it? I guess we should talk about it. I mean, it is a. Uh, 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 something that we've never seen, and I don't know that we'll ever see again, unless you you, you think you can do it back to back here. I, I'm going to need some help to do it back to back. I need I, I need a couple of trades to happen. I think over the next week or two. Um, so I think I need to, to to at least get a couple more positions filled in. Uh, it look last year was crazy. I should. I, I'm still mad at at not at least getting to the finals. Uh, but week two or three, I was playing the lead. Drew Brees gets hurt and goes for minus one point. I think I won the game by like four. Yeah. So the yeah, freak things happen. Uh, I will say about Mike's pick with Dalvin Cook at, at number two, I had looked at some things and even considered if I had the number one pick taking Cook there. Um, uh, there's a lot of issues. Uh, McCaffrey, I hate that offense. Saquon, I hate that offense. Uh, you know, the, the Cowboys with a ton of weapons. So I thought about Cook at one. So I didn't expect it to happen, but yeah. I see why Mike did it. So Yeah, no, I'll tell you, I, I, watch I watched a lot of the Panthers having McCaffrey now, and, it, yeah, it is not uh, inspiring, uh, to say the least. <laughs> um, yeah, Mike, well, I knew, I knew going in with Dalvin Cook, even at five, four, five, or six, or Dalvin Cook would have been sitting there, but yeah, I, I might have taken. I will. I, that's who I wanted. I was going to take him at one. Yeah. So, well, how, um, how, how did you feel you know, about the rest of your picks after the Dalvin? You 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 went. You were you came in saying you were going to go three RB, uh, Eckler uh, and, and, and Connor were your first three picks. I mean, Connor obviously got hurt in in the first game. We don't know how long he's going to be out for, and then. Um, you were you were thought the value was there in like the mid to late round receiver. Um, after, uh, and, and I know it's early and it's, it's hard to make, you know, judgments after one game, but how do you, how are you feeling, uh, so after, after well, the one week, Mike? What we didn't mention is I did trade. I had number 10 and, uh, yeah. me and Paul traded and, and Lee and Corpy traded, um, whatever picks they were. But, uh, but yeah, I had a plan and, um, yeah, definitely. Like I think Eckler second round, I'm I'm fine with that. He had 19 carries. Um, didn't do a whole lot with it, but but yeah, going with Connor. Um, you know, looking back now as as a whole, obviously Julio would have been the choice. Um, Ron picked him right after in the third round, 23rd pick. Um, I picked Julio first round and ninth pick last year right and uh that wasn't great value but at the 23rd pick yeah that would have been great value and i messed up and i thought i could piece together a receiver and now looking back it seems like it'd be a lot easier to piece together a number two receiver than both receivers yeah and uh i think and you know, we can get to it, but I think Ron well, yeah. has, We're going to talk in about my Ron. opinion, the strongest team. We're going to talk about Ron when we get to the ponage here in a second. We're, we're um, talking about Ron. He does, he does have the Matt Ryan and Julio stat, which is a good fucking stat. And every team almost has a stat, with it, whether it's 
uh, quarterback, wide receiver, or quarterback and running back. Every team almost has some some combination like that. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Mike and I were, I think, maybe the only two to go three straight running backs right off the board the first oh, three yeah. rounds. Oh, yeah. Oh, you did also. That's and, right. You two went Kamara, and, Sanders, uh, Carson there. Yeah. And, and I'm glad I did now. I mean, with Sanders missing week one, and I could easily turn to another, you know, number one running back uh, in Carson. I told Mike that the other day. How I, I was glad I, I did that. I, it leaves me still needing to do something at wide receiver, but um, I feel a whole lot more yep. comfortable with my running backs. Yeah, and, and and you know what's funny? You know what's funny? Um, his uh, I guess his in that third round when I took Connor, um, and then Ron took Julio, which would have been a better pick. But in my draft, I was debating fifty-fifty again. It was either James Connor or Chris Carson. Chris Carson. Yeah, that's what I was debating. Yeah, and uh, just like it was Todd Gurley and Dalvin Cook last year my 50-50 call that backfired and might have benefited. And this year it was Connor or Carson, and I took Connor. And then, of course, Micah got Carson and two touchdowns first week. So yeah. he did it again, too. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I would just say a little about my draft, and I was picking right next to Mike and uh, with the number one pick, and uh, I was – very excited. Uh, it seems like second year in a row I got Devontae Adams late in the second round. It seems like nobody likes him in this league yeah. except me. I don't, I don't know. He always seems to fall Very to good. me. Uh, but I, this He's going to be a target monster, yeah, dude. But 14 in the first first game. This was the, the one year. I, I'm, I'm usually the, the go heavy RB early like you guys did. And this year I was like, I'm going to switch it up and, and, and pick go the tight end early with Kittle, who's already hurt. Um, but then got lucky with the... Uh, Taylor at, at I took Taylor at the the last pick in the fourth round and now it looks like he's going to have a value so um, I, you know I think I got a good team I don't think I'm going to go 13 and 0 but I, I think I got a playoff team if I can get the uh, the quarterback production I'm definitely on that hashtag uh, late round QB tip so um, you know we'll see how it goes but uh, enough draft talk fellas um, let's get into week number one in the Hburg FFL and. Uh, as we mentioned, we always like to start with the Ponage, and this year the Ponage, or last week, the Ponage was delivered by the Big Dogs, Ron B. Hedrick, 143, the highest score of the week, 143. Also, the highest score, here's a stat for you, Micah, the highest score in the history of week one of the Big Dogs franchise, 143. He had never scored, I think his high before uh, that was 121 in week one. What's the highest of week one ever? Oh, damn it, now you're putting me on the spot, Mike. Uh, it, it was a 165, oh, maybe, you, 163. Yeah. I don't uh, remember who had it. It might have been okay. Dave, actually, but I'm not... Uh, but I did sure. have a 160 in week one a couple years ago with, like, Camara or something. I do remember that, yeah. Um, but Ron here, and and uh, all I have to say, the comment I have on this of, of, is if if you ever needed more evidence that tw- the year 2020, the entire world is turned upside down, no, freaking Ron B. Hedrick has the best team in the Hburg FFL. I mean, let's... Uh, in fact... This is like vintage Ron. This is like this is like Ron from the mid aughts that would tear through the He's league. Back, but here's the thing about Ron: if you remember that era of Ron, he would kill it and win win the division in the regular season and then immediately lose the playoffs. I think his playoff record is like one in ten. It's it's some it's something abysmal. So um, you and know, the NR division was he the first? Oh no, you picked Corby. I picked so Corby just for he, just for the was garage. Was he Lance's first pick? I Yeah, he had to be. Yeah, right? he had to have been. Uh, but, but look at it, and I agree that his starting lineup is is tremendous. Oh my God. I love yeah. I love his starting lineups at every position. But if you also look, I don't know about his depth. I mean, he's he's a Matt Ryan injury away or a running back injury away from trying to piece something together. Sure. I I mean I like and a lot of people are in that situation too. I do like his starters, but. Boy, I'd be I'd be scared even if you know Julio or Robinson or somebody like that goes down. Uh, he's gonna have to hit the waiver wire, but he's got pieces. I like I like the team. Or like you, like I was talking well, to you the other day, Mike, and I you said. were saying, yeah, the, the, the stack. If if that if, if Julio yeah, and Matt Ryan goes stacked, wrong, so, so if Atlanta has a you know he might breeze through the regular season, but if Atlanta has a down game, one of those weeks fourteen to sixteen, I mean. That's you're done. Yep. 
Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, but uh, other side of the ball here, Thon Nasties, um, Mahomes. Uh, I would say, I mean, twenty six. I would say almost disappointing. We saw a very different offense from Kansas City, and I don't know if that was just the, what they're doing in Week One, or if they're if this is a new thing. They're going to run the ball more. I'm not sure. Uh, Saquon had a down week for him, you know, and that, the Steelers' defense looked crazy. Um, Hopkins was amazing. He looked good in in the first week. I was I was kind of down. I was kind of fading Hopkins coming in. Every you know, a lot of experts were saying fade Hopkins with the first game on, uh, on a new team. Um, but uh, yeah, it didn't didn't quite all come together. And, and Acres, uh, he you know this line of this team that he had on this week, he, he's definitely lacking an RB two. It looks like he only had uh, Swift and Acres. So um, Work to be done, I would say, for Thonasties here, Mike. Do you agree? Yeah, here's the here's the thing about Mike. Lance. Um, probably not the strategy to take. He took three rookies. He took Acres, C.D. Lamb, and Swift, uh, DeAndre Swift. So yeah. two rookie running backs and a rookie receiver. I, and especially this year, I mean, you, you can't wait around. Um, in this league, I mean, some of them guys would probably be on the waiver wire, not even got drafted. So, yeah. I mean, that was a mistake. I not mean, that I can point fingers because yeah. my team's horrible. I mean, but. Bar- Barkley, Hopkins, Mahomes as his top three picks there. Mahomes in the third, that's pretty good. But uh, what do you think, Micah? He's got got some work to do here with the with the, with the the uh, the depth, I think. I think the issue became everybody said Akers was going to start. He didn't get a ton of, of use uh, on Monday. And so Jason, I think when he looks at it, he said, look, I got a lot of young guys that could be number ones. Detroit, they go get Adrian Peterson. So that who knows what that does to Swift. Um, and and yeah. if C.D. Lamb works out, it looks it looks OK. But I think if C.D. Lamb with so many mouths to feed in Dallas, that's going to that's going to be tough. to That's a week to week thing I'm, I, I worry about for for this team. But, you know, Mahomes, Barkley, Hopkins, they can easily put up 65, 70, 80 points in one week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm not uh, overly afraid. I'm there's de- there's definitely gonna be that week where like everybody when Barkley and Hopkins and Mahomes go off, and that's gonna be that's gonna be enough for to get Lance uh, get Lance a few wins here. Um, all right, let's keep rolling. I like to go from uh, biggest margin of victory to no close games this week. It's all like forty point victories or uh, or nothing here. Let me see. I'm trying to do the math. Is the next biggest uh, La Resistance versus Cockheads here? I think so. Um, so La Resistance, my beloved La Resistance, one twenty-four to seventy-six. Uh, Paul Reiner's cockheads. Um, you know, we already talked about my team a little bit. Uh, you know, McCaffrey came through. Uh, Adams came through. I was getting production out of my studs, which is good. And uh, twenty-seven from Roethlisberger. Um, so that was good. Taylor had eight, and as we mentioned, his uh, role looks set to expand. Uh, so that was uh, looking good for me. I'm excited about that. And uh, really, nothing uh, went well for Paul except for Lamar Jackson here. Um, seven, uh, 33 for him, but uh, Mixon only four, Ingram only two, and uh, J.K. Dobbins on my bench with 14 there. That's got to hurt uh, for Paul. Uh, Schuster had 18 for Paul, but um, tough week for him and a, and a big win for me here. So I'm, I'm uh, keeping on my winning ways, uh, which is uh, all you can hope for here. Mike, uh, you, 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 is Paul, uh, should he be concerned? He was the lowest scoring team this week. What do you think? Yeah. I think me, uh, me, Paul, and Lance, um, we're, we're all struggling. Uh, the funny thing is, is that, Lance and Paul were the two that took those high quarterbacks. Um, Paul let the 10-11 turn, and then Lance, shortly after, um, in the second round, Paul took Lamar Jackson first. Uh, Lance, in the second round, took Mahomes. And, and yeah, it's not worth it. If Lamar Jackson puts up 33 and Ben Roethlisberger puts up 27, you know, well, you, know you take Lamar Jackson you know, in the think... second turn and – Ben Roethlisberger in the 12th round, well, yeah, five and I, points. And I remember, on, on dra- I remember on draft day we said, like, he had, what, the second pick, and it was like you could get, you know, you could get Lamar at, at you could have gotten Lamar at that 19 there, and, 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 and you know, the, but the, the thing is the alternative is he would have taken Saquon probably a two who didn't do anything either, just like Mixon, so I'm well, not sure there's any difference. Well, the problem in my team, if I would have stayed at 10, I would have took, 
uh, Nixon and Miles Sanders, who would have done nothing either. So I'd have been 0 and 1 too. Yeah. Um, so. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know for sure. Uh, you know, the tough, tough week for me was with, with Kittle here uh, getting banged up, but uh, you know, uh, Goddard had a nice week on my bench, so hopefully I'm going to be able to plug him in here. Um, Micah, what do you think? Any uh, any thoughts on these teams? Is it panic time for Cockheads after one week? And uh, should I be uh, penciling in another uh, championship trophy uh, for, for 2020? Maybe a little early for that one. Uh, maybe a little early. Uh, if I'm Paul, um, I'm, I'm worried the red flags are going up with Ingram. That's, that is worrisome and where he's going to turn with, uh, I don't know what moves he made, but Singletary uh, is, is there who's not getting a lot of the going carries. I'd be worried there. Um, uh, he's got Evans on the bench, so that'll be good. I actually talked to him, see if I could uh, could swing a deal with mm. him to try and help him out in a couple of places, but uh, he wasn't ready to pull any any, any uh, strings yet, so we'll see what happens. And his, his tight ends are rough, too, man. Dealing, dealing. Gronk and Hooper are two combined, one each, and, and Gronk did not even look like. I mean, we'll see. He hadn't played football in a while. Yeah, but, uh, Gronk's horrible. Yeah, that was uh, that's a Gronk's horrible. Mike is always wheeling and dealing. But uh, hey, Dave, you got that trophy out in your little room there? I, I have it. Uh, it's it's displayed prominently on top of the uh, the cool. book, bookcase in, in the in the living room. All right. It's it's, it's in oh, a, it's in damn. a place of prominence. I thought you put it in your little room, man cave room. No, it's it deserves it deserves it's the highest spot. It deserves to be put up on, on a pedestal where it belongs. Hell yeah. Um all right, let's keep rolling here. Uh thirty, what do we got? Forty two point victory. Forty two point victory Covidians, the newly named Covidians. That's uh Richard Corby. We were all very concerned if he was going to be back this year, but he's back with a vengeance and a big game from Kyler Murray with 28. Josh Jacobs, three touchdowns, 31 points. Uh, double digits from Drake, uh, Metcalf, Butker, and the Patriots defense here. Gambino's 22 from Jason Watson. That was the uh, the Thursday night game, I believe, Mike. You got out to an early start, uh, and uh, and Cook got you 21, your, your big first-round pick. But a zero from Connor and a zero from Ingram. Um, on, uh, on on national television, that had to hurt. Yeah, Corby's team's good. I think Corby. They are Corby and Ron. Um, yeah, maybe you and John B. And even Lee, probably. Yeah, I think Corby's he's really good. But once again, he's got the Kyler Murray and Kenyon Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kyler Murray actually he had a hundred yards rushing. Um. But then it went down from kneel downs. Actually, and went. Did you he was see right this? At 100. They're, they actually, since they do not, I don't believe they even have a package. Usually, when you do a kneel down, you get minus one or two yards. But uh, the air raid offense does not take snaps from under center, so they were literally snapping to the shotgun, and he was kneeling down. So he lost five yards per play on those. That's crazy. Yeah. So he was that at he was, huge. he was at one hundred and one. He was at one hundred and one and went to ninety one. <laughs> so on two plays. And uh, Henry Rose got hurt in that game. He was off to a big start. So Corpy could have been up there for sure. Um, and like we talked about, I'm reeling. Uh, I do have assets though. I had a hundred yard receiver on the bench um, who will be playing, but. Uh, but I will. I am not afraid to make a trade. I will actually, if I have to, trade Dalvin Cook. I'm wow. not saying I will, but if I feel the need, I will. Well, I feel like I we're. I feel like we're talking to somebody right now who who knows about the Dalvin Cook Payton. experience here. I will here. not trade Titan. <laughs> Uh, Micah, you're the Corby Whisperer. He was uh, quitting the league. He was changing his team name, but he's off to a hot start. How's he? Uh, is he feeling any better after this? He, his team's looking good. I tell you, I picked him first in the division draft. If I was telling Mike the other day, I think we should wait until after I see the teams before we draft. I wouldn't have picked him first if I saw what he was running out there. Yeah, no, yeah, I like his team. He, won, I know he wanted Jacobs. Um, he had the pick right before me. I was sort of ex- expecting him to take Camara. I think he had that sixth pick. I was expecting him to take Camara. He didn't. Obviously, went Jacobs, which looks like a, a really smart pick right now. They're going to run the football a lot. Um, so I haven't talked to him, uh, but I know he's he's got to be happy to be off. It's not a, a position that he's been in a lot uh, at at one and zero. He think he's three and seven over the last ten years. <laughs> 
Um, the big thing about him, I mean, I, I think at times he chases points and um, maybe doesn't get that opportunity to do that where he's picking up that hot name uh, because of, of getting that win. So uh, it's a good start for him. I think his team looks good. You yeah. know, uh, and, and, and did team, this without Galladay also, like we should mention. Yeah, exactly. uh, I think that that is is a really good observation because, I mean, he just plugs rugs in, doesn't get a ton from him. But, yeah, he's still got Galladay he can fall back on. And I play Richard this week, so I'm concerned. Um, you know, Mike's hey, team, hey. I look at it, Deshaun Watson got a lot of those points. There was like Blake Bortles points where that team was down mm. and he was just throwing the football. Um, I didn't think he looked particularly good. I thought the line looked terrible, that he was under constant pressure. Um, you know, Connor getting hurt obviously hurts. Deshaun Jackson, everybody would have thought he was going to have a big day, but that Washington defense, I, mean, I think that defense is good. Yeah. Um I mean, they are good. Under pressure let's, all day. Let's talk about them. You're one of the bigger Washington. Uh, it's hard to say Washington football team. I know. Yeah. It's hard. It, the the R word just wants you. One is it wants to roll off your tongue. But are you are you fired up, Micah? As a as a, as a long time uh, a fan here after one week hey, with the Ron Rivera they're in, era. They're in first place by themselves. That's pretty That's crazy. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. I picked up that defense uh, Sunday morning, 9 o'clock, only because I hated uh, the Lions. I didn't want the Lions, but I did that as a matchup play at the draft. I thought more about about the Washington defense and decided to take a shot. And, boy, I felt felt good Sunday afternoon. Um, The offense is going to be a a work in progress, but that defense, those front seven, and I know the Eagles are banged up up front. Uh, but but Carson Wentz was under pressure all day. Um, it was like he looked up and he had a defender in his face. So um, their secondary is not good. But if you are putting constant pressure on the quarterback, and you got a chance to to force some turnovers. So I like the defense, um, and then hopefully that turns into good things. But yeah, uh, no, I, I think it's gonna be, it's for fantasy purposes. It's gonna have to be people <laughs> are gonna have to think about that now that you're not just gonna be able to plug in and play against that defense, right? No, yeah, totally. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Dave. Sure. The floor is yours. That said they weren't going to trade Peyton. Was that Micah that we always make fun of that said that? Oh, I think it had. Yeah, that was definitely Micah, right? I will, I will trade Peyton. <laughs> Did you ever <laughs> trade Peyton? I you will. never traded Peyton. No, no. Yeah, he just said it. He He's was bullshit. Full of hot air, this guy over here. Well, uh, all right, let's uh, roll it on here. Big win, John B. Neff's fighting. Blue Streaks, 115. Team Ownage, 88. 43 points from Russell Wilson. Perennially underrated, according to my brother. Raheem Mostert, a.k.a. Raheem must start. 24 points. I I was fading him. Looks like a bad move on my part. David Johnson, 16. And uh, Hollywood Brown, 15. So uh, nice production from him, 100 yards. That's good for 115. Uh, team Ownage, uh, 18 from Breeze, 17 from Henry, 10 from Hill, 17 from Andrews, who I like. It looks like he might be the tight end one this year. Uh, but uh, lost Marlon Mack uh, out for the year with a torn Achilles um, and 88 here. So uh, John B. with a big win. Um, what do we think here, Micah? You uh, you know he's, he's off to a win. I don't know. You know I don't. It's it's tough because I've I had David Johnson last year as my first round pick, and and I I feel burned by him. And and him between him and Gurley, it's like the, he has like the two running backs that that like I was kind of out on. You know, but 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 the the upside yeah. is there potentially. I didn't want any. Yeah, I didn't good. want either of those uh-huh. running backs. Oh, you, I thought you said Mike. Well, it's, it's hard. I know I said okay. Micah, but yeah, it's either one. Whoever, just jump uh-huh. in. It's fine. Go ahead, then. Go ahead, Micah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want either one of the running backs. I thought Johnson looked good, but he's an injury waiting to happen in that bad offense. Gurley, I just want to know part of. They're going to throw the ball a million times. Uh, so I'm a little concerned for John at the running back position. If Moster can keep that up, that's obviously going to be huge, but. Um, yeah, maybe that comes back and bites me in the butt here in a couple weeks when I play him. But uh, he, he right now uh, has to find a way to replace Michael Thomas. That's a first-round pick right. he's going to be without for yeah. a couple weeks. I didn't even mention that. Michael Thomas, only one point here. Uh, yeah, and we don't know. High ankle sprain, they're saying, and that's his first-round uh, pick. On, he's on that injury reserve, which means that he's out at least three weeks. Oh, is that right? Breaking? Do I need? Do I have the breaking yeah. news? I hadn't heard that. Okay, good. Well, the good. 
they changed they changed that rule where they can put unlimited people on injured reserve. I posted about it when we were talking about injured injured reserve for COVID and stuff. Yeah. Um, they changed that rule where they can put unlimited people on injured reserve, but it means you're out at least three weeks. Um, and then that's a minimum of three weeks. And if they bring you, they can bring you back and then they have three weeks and you have to be activated to the roster. Right. And this is different that, um, so if they bring you back, cause it used to, uh, this is a tangent, but last, you know, they, the past couple of years, they could put one person on injured reserve short term and bring them back. Right. Right. And it was for six weeks, I think. Yeah. This year it's unlimited. Yeah. Three weeks. Minimum of three weeks. Yeah. But when they bring you back, they have three weeks to activate you. And if you if they don't activate them, they have to cut them, which is a change. <laughs> well, I don't think Michael Thomas is getting cut anytime soon, so I think uh, John B is safe there. No. Um, but, uh, for Kleesner here, uh, yeah, tough break. I'm, I'm, you know, losing Mac hurts. Um, and Godwin is in the concussion protocol. So a lot of injury here concerns for, uh, for team ownage. Um, and I worry about him and he already, I think he's cut golf. We'll talk about that. But when we get to the, the moves, but, uh, you know, I, I'm a proponent of that late round QB, but you, you have to hit on that late round QB. And I don't know if Breeze, you know, I worry about the older quarterbacks. And, you know, even though I started Roethlisberger, so I can't really talk. But, um, yeah, we'll see. I'm not ready to write off team ownage, but I'm not, uh, you know, not a huge fan from what I've seen so well, far. Breeze without Michael Thomas for a man with three weeks coming up, too. Yeah. Um, but how about old John B? Putting up a 115 with a one for Michael Thomas and a zero from the defense. Well, that's what I was gonna say. If, if you're uh, getting, if, if if this is finally the year, people have been saying let Russ cook. You know, that's been the that's been the hashtag yeah. hashtag let Russ cook for years. And now maybe you know who knows? Are we finally gonna see it? Chris Carson and, is catching uh, passes. I mean, this could be a if Russell Wilson is is they if Carroll takes the reins off of him. I mean, you know, who knows? The sky's the limit for blue streaks, as far as I'm this concerned. This is uh. This is one of my secrets that um, I told you and Lee, but uh, now my you're telling Micah and the whole world. Score. Huh? I said now you're telling Micah and the whole world. All, all uh, yeah, five of our world. listeners. My, well, it's because it's changed. My magic number for a good score was always six touchdowns, um, and John B had seven here and put up a one fifteen. So. I think it takes about 115 to 120 now to 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 have a good feeling like you might win. I used to think it was 100, but it's been up. The yeah, past no, you're right. Years. Well, offensive explosion and you passing. Sc- you score 100, you score 100, you're you're gonna lose. Well, I mean, if, if you're, you better be better be ready to lose. I mean, you go back to our, this league, we've been in this league for a long time. I mean, back in the day, like, if your quarterback scored 40 points, you'd be, like, going crazy. But now it's like every a quarterback scores 40 points a couple times a week, it seems like. So, you know, that's that's really been the change. It's just been the passing stats, you know, um, and, and yeah, quarterback. Yeah, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, to have a good feeling to win, it's, a, it's over 110 now. You have to have at least 110 to have a good feeling of, of yeah. you're going to win. Well, uh, I'll give you a segue here, Dave, to the next game. Yeah, I was going to uh, say. Six, six teams scored over 100 this week. Um, Lee was the only one that didn't win. Yeah, I was going to I was gonna go. Well, speaking, speaking of teams that scored over 110, we got MM's Red Wolves, who scored 121 points for the big victory over Lee Grico's Fighting Iron Flag Brothers. The hard luck loser, as Micah pointed out, 101. Um, the only team to score over 100 and lose here. Micah, um, Calvin Ridley. 30 points, huge game, 130 yards, two receiving touchdowns, 18 each uh, from uh, Carson and Kamara. They each scored two touchdowns, and you got one touchdown from Prescott. And if that, if my brother's theory holds, that's what, seven touchdowns uh, right there. And you got one from Earth. That's eight touchdowns, uh, which is two more than the magic number, and you got the win. So congratulations. Um, how are you feeling uh, after this? No, I mean, only really, really blew up, but a balanced attack, and that's good for 121. To be able to get the win with Prescott only getting 19, 
Um, and without my second round draft pick in Sanders, yeah, I mean, I feel pretty good. I've got to do something about a receiver. Uh, I don't know if T.Y. is the answer. Um, might have to go with the Dak and Michael Gallup um, a combo this week. So we'll see. But, no, I felt good. And, and Ridley, again, one of those guys I targeted mm-hmm. and was, was glad to get him. I'll take him as an RB, as a wide receiver one. Yeah, uh, because I, I think they throw the ball so much. Yeah, I was, I'm I'm happy to get the win. I think that first win is uh, always the toughest to get. So uh, you always worry about going 0 and 3, 0 and 4, 0 and 5. Um, so to get that first win and, and and get the season start off that way, I'm I'm just happy to be able to do that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, tough luck loss here for Lee. Uh, left a lot of points on the bench. I mean, Allen had 36 for him, and, and uh, Edwards Hilaire in that opening night looked great for in his first game, 24, even though he left a lot of points. Uh, couldn't con- couldn't convert a bunch of goal line carries, but uh, 45 from Rogers, so left a few points there, but uh, 30 from Thielen. Um, uh, what do you think, Shark? Uh, we were on the on the chat thread with Lee on that Sunday. He seemed a little, I don't want to say distraught, but he he was he 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 was upset that he he left some points on the bench there. Oh yeah, he was saying, oh, I should have started Rodgers. I'm like, dude, Josh Allen was one of the best quarterbacks of the day. Really, he had his first 300 yard um, passing day of his career. Oh, is that right? On no. Three touchdowns. Yeah. yeah three touchdowns to boot and 50-some rushing yards. But, uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't really call yourself there. But, yeah, the lead write-up said uh, leaving Thielen on the bench, um, I guess he was projected more. Well, I'm trying to look uh, at his – what was his draft there? He Thielen was his, his Thielen was the his number one res, first receiver he drafted, and then yeah. he benched him. So that that does kind yeah, of yeah because that, that was interesting that he went with Diggs and Thielen, um, and now they're on different teams. Um, you would think that you know you throw them both in there. Yeah. Uh, but the league write up said that um, that him benching Thielen cost him the game. I guess it did. Uh, I guess yeah. they were. I don't know. Would it have been either one of them? Twenty-two. He was. Uh, yeah. Either. Well. Yeah. He, either one. He would have won. Uh, yeah. With with Thielen in. So. You know. Sometimes yeah, Mike is so better to be that, lucky that than good. Under, right. Under yeah, the under the the standings on the manager stat. Um. Yeah, it has Lee as costing him a victory going against the the old projections or whatever. Yep. Um, well, that wraps Which, up. Which, uh, oh. hold on, just on that point. Almost I wrapped it, it up. Um, I think it was Ron and maybe Kleesner had the perfect lineup or whatever. Which I don't I think, think I've think ever I done. Have, I, I have the worst coach rating every year. I don't know how, I don't know how these guys do I don't it. think I've had a, I don't think I've had a perfect lineup since, in three or four years since they started doing that. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I don't know, Micah. What's your coach rating looking like? Do you even look at that? Do we even? How do you um, even know what it is? I, I didn't. Even, I didn't even know it existed until he said it under standings. So, so I just looked at it. It was uh, it was Richard and Ron that had the perfect the perfect lineups. But oh. it says I didn't make any correct decisions, but I didn't take any risks and I didn't lose any points. What so a whatever. A couple of assholes. Good. Uh, Richard and Ron. All right, let's go. All right, here we go. Western Division one. You might. You said that you thought the Western. I drafted a tough division here. I we got La Resistance one and zero. Covidians one and zero. Uh, MMs Arwol Red Wolf. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna have a hard time saying that. It's gonna be really. I'm like MMs It's gonna. This is like me saying Washington football team. I'm gonna have as hard of a time saying MMs Red Wolves. One and zero. Flag Bros. Zero and one. And Gambinos. Zero and one. You think that's the harder division, Mike? So far. You don't know. Um, um, it doesn't matter. I would agree. I would think it is. Uh, Eastern Division. But I do think it's inter- I do think it's interesting. Um, I know we've done it for a few few years. The division draft before we even pick spots. Yeah. If we should wait until after the whole draft. And I, like it. It. I like it. So I like. I like. I like being drafted purely on your reputation. Alone, I, that, that, that's just funnier that way. Yeah, I don't want to see the is. team. It's just, it <laughs> it's just like you always suck. So I'm going to pick you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eastern Division, but here we go. Ron Hendrick, have he said the big dogs want to know in first place, and he was the first pick in that yeah. division. Streaks one and zero. Ownage and nasties and cockheads zero and one. So there we go. After one week, yeah. See, I think I think them three and me are the worst team. So. There, I think John B. and Ron, um, 
are the cream of the crop, as Macho Man would say, well, for that division. You'll certainly get no argument here from your uh, your team sucking, but uh, I don't know about the best. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Kidding, of course. <laughs> Try to make Micah laugh over there. I'm, I'm, I'm just, just looking at Micah. Um, all right, let's quickly go through the waivers here. Um, not as much waiver activities I thought there might be with uh, you know with so many in this league with so many people on the waiver wire. But uh, cockheads first with uh, Malcolm Brown in, Sony Michelle, and uh, you know Brown. I think that was a good pick. Uh, Gambino's here, interesting. Ronald Jones in. Um, Deshaun Jackson out, Mike, and I, I thought you might go for uh, someone who's going to come up here later um, on a, a team, a specific team with a, a injured running back that you have, but you opted to go for Ronald Jones here. What was the uh, thought process there? Uh, it's more long-term than short-term, so I yeah. think Ronald Jones, I mean, he plays the Panthers. Um, we'll get to it. I mean, I think he could blow up and... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm debating whether to play him or not because, goddamn, um, Josh Jacobs went for three touchdowns on him. So, yeah, like, uh, you know, I don't. It's tough. It's tough not having a flag. Not having a flag. No, makes I know. This I mean, you, you look at this waiver wire. It's like most most leagues you play, and the, all these guys that are getting picked up are already on teams. I mean, you know, I mean, it's not oh, necessarily, yeah. but. Um, but yeah, but uh, Thonasty's. Uh, 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 I had him number one, and I had James Robinson number two. I'm not really feeling the Malcolm Brown. Yeah, uh, I know he had two touchdowns, but I do think or I heard Acres played um, more snaps, and I do think so. It, it, this is a long term thing for me. I think Fournette's not good. What's well, fair? Uh, I think he had like. I think he had like. Uh, Five carries for six yards. Yeah, he was bad. Or six, yeah. So it's fair. I'm I'm I'm, I'm holding Fournette since I drafted him, so I'm kind of on the other play. I'm I have I kind of have to root against Ronald Jones, but yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with that. Um, thought, uh, oh, thought you'll Nasty's, cut him. You'll cut him in a week or two. We'll see. We will see. Uh, thought Nasty is Naheem Hines in, Debo Samuel out um, with the IR. We opted for no IR spot here, which really is uh, hurting a few of these teams. Um, uh, Micah, what do you think about this? The, the the IR vote. We all kind of were like, we don't like change. Um, and, and now, and this is what this league is. It's like cutting guys you don't want to cut, right? Yeah, it makes it harder. I like it. I'm glad we made the decision. That's what makes the HFFL the HFFL. Uh, yeah, brutal. Uh, yeah, same thing here for uh, Lee. Uh, Le'Veon Bell out. James Robinson in, who had a nice game. That was a good pickup, I thought. Uh, Blue Streaks, D move, Cardinals in, Giants out. Uh, streaks back at it. Uh, Olsen in, Jarwin out, uh, who was out for the year. And uh, post-waiver, um, Benny Snell. I can't believe no one even put a waiver hit in on Benny Snell, who I was referencing there, Mike, uh, and uh, or, or Mike or whoever. But uh, uh, Covidian's dropping uh, trendy uh, draft pick Antonio Gibson. I thought that was a good pickup. And finally, uh, Onage with uh, Tannehill in and Goff out. So, uh, Well, hold on. Before you move on, um, yeah. I'll tell you because uh, Team Ownage had Marlon Mack on injured reserve, um, did not make a waiver move, so I have a feeling I know who he's going to get, um, and it's not Le'Veon Bell. You think he was playing? You think he was doing the uh, move of mind that I like the delay waiver, where you anticipate the cut and then yeah. you pick up the guy that gets dropped? And, oh wow! Okay. And so. Who did Corby do? Oh, he cut. Uh, oh, yeah, Benny the, the Snell? Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. You think you think Kleesner's yeah, so doing this? Yeah. Oh, that's Kleesner. Yeah. That's interesting, Micah. Your thoughts on Kleesner being that devious that he would uh, delay his waiver move to to pick up well, uh, Antonio Gibson? <laughs> well, um, I don't know if he'll pick up Antonio. Connor I don't know if he'll pick play. up. Connor might play this week, so that's <laughs> right, another yeah. reason why I didn't do Snell. I, that's why I didn't put one in for Snell too. But uh, honestly, the, um, yeah, he's devious enough because I was doing the same thing. Not necessarily Gibson, mm-hmm. but I wanted to see who everybody dropped and wanted to be one of those one of those uh, higher waiver picks. I do that when I have a late waiver pick. Like in this week, I, I I had the ninth pick and I was like, well, I'm not going to put anything in, and I'll see how it plays out. You know, you never yep. know. Gibson Gibson was not great now at all. Yeah, I mean, he didn't do shit. It's a long-term play, too. So, 
But yeah. I have a feeling that's what Kleesner's up to. All right. Well, speaking of Dave Kleesner, he is, I believe, the biggest favorite heading into week number two. Uh, or tied, it looks like. We have a, do we have a tie? No, yes. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Oh, no, I'm the biggest favorite. I don't no, know. no, I am. This is the biggest favorite I've ever seen. 73% favorite. What's, gonna, what's the guru? A 20. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the biggest underdog every week. You I are a. Look at this shit. It's Team Owners versus Gambinos. A 29 point spread. That might be one of the biggest guru spread, if not the biggest guru spread I've ever seen without a team rolling shorthanded here, Mike. Yeah, um, and, I, and I don't think it's going to change. I think my gurus is just not going to be there because I didn't take a receiver until the sixth round. Yeah, it's tough. Um, I, I will say right now, it's it. You know, I, there's some things. You know, he's got Tannehill right in off the wire there. Uh, he's doing the Tannehill Henry stack now. Um, but, yeah, uh, second week in a row, I'm facing a quarterback, running back. Corby did uh, the Cardinals with um, Murray and uh, Drake. He uh, he he has Gordon in right now against Pittsburgh, but like you said, he's he's doing something with Marlon Mack we haven't seen yet. I have to think he's going to put whoever he picks up. He's going to play. I don't after seeing what Pittsburgh did to Saquon. I don't think I want to uh, any, any know, part of that. Though, not really. Not if he is going for Gibson. I don't know. I because uh, Philip Lindsay's out. So. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I would have rather I would have put a movement on Snell or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. We don't know what Cleaser. He's a wild card. Um, Godwin is in concussion protocol, so we don't know what's going on there. My, I think there. I think the window's open here. There's enough variance. If he plays Melvin Gordon, who gets shut down. If God, if he plays Godwin, who's in concussion protocol, who gets shut down. Um, you know, I think I think uh, I think you got a shot here. I, I, what do you What do you think? How are you feeling about this one? Not great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, I'll ask you all this. because I I told you, Micah, Austin Eckler uh, versus the Chiefs or Ronald Jones versus Carolina. Uh, I would go Eckler because I think I think uh, the Chargers are going to be yeah. throwing the ball a ton. Well, yeah. That, yeah, everyone's I concerned. Ronald Jones might have three touchdowns like Josh Jacobs did. Everyone's concerned because Eckler only had one target in, or one what one target in the game with the the tie god is not uh, he's not Phil Rivers. They got different styles. Um, I just think if I have to go complete upside, I might have to go with those touchdowns against Carolina. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh, Orange in this one here. I don't uh, I hate to do it to my to my own flesh and blood, but um, you know it's tough. It's tough, right? Micah agrees. Micah's nodding silently. He doesn't want to hurt anybody's yeah, feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, I, I Tannehill uh, gets the uh, Titans up big. Derrick Henry just runs out the clock and and just gets a hundred yards against Jacksonville. Um. Uh, even, I, I think Gordon will probably end up playing uh, unless he picks up somebody we're not expecting. I think he'll go Gordon. Um, yeah, I, I just I think with with Hill against the Chargers, I think Dave's got great matchups here. So sorry, Mike. I uh, just I uh, yeah. Just see it this week. Nah, I'm getting I'm these first two weeks. I'm definitely getting getting matched up uh, from Hill from other teams. So yeah, I mean it. it Dude, my guru is gonna be shit all year because <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't have that receiver. Like that's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. my receivers but, gonna be on the guru struggling. I just can't, can't look at the guru. Yeah. Guru needs nothing. It's like I said, you gotta um, believe the wide receivers can blow up any week. You know, like you, 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 you have, yeah. you have to believe that. You know, that's that's the thing. Yeah. So I'm giving, I'm giving these three I got. Um, Another week, and see, that's what I was thinking. It's like I can piece together wide receiver, but then I didn't really realize that you don't have the tinkering spot without cutting somebody right. available. Yeah, that's what makes that's, it so that's hard. Why there is, that's why there is so many receivers available. Yeah. So it's like a double-edged sword, but... Yeah. 
This league, yeah. it really is. It really is like you have to have the best receivers because you can't just start three wide receivers in a flex. Like you have to have like the two guys that you can count on every week, or you have to get lucky and hit on them. Or you have to make the right decision every right. week, which is what I'm going to have to do for yep. the whole year. Right. Uh, well, speaking of someone who makes the right decisions, let's talk about Micah Morris's MM's Red Wolves. He's 1-0. He's taking on his arch rival slash best friend Richard Corpy and the Covidians. <laughs> uh, uh, Micah, what do you think? How you feeling here coming into this one? You're, uh, you're both 1-0. You're a 58% guru favorite. You've got a lot of good star players, um, and uh, and uh, you're feeling good. you got Gallup in there now. You, got, you, you did make the move to Gallup uh, over Hilton. Well, I think they could throw the ball a ton. I think there could be a that could be an air raid for both of those uh, teams. That's my hope. I don't know if I'll stick with Gallup or not. Um, Jacobs against New Orleans on Monday night. I've got Kamara. That'll be a fun little Monday night game to watch. But um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to get Miles Sanders back in there, uh, especially with Carson against New England. It He's is Sunday night, so I like that a little He's bit more. To come back. So is Lane Johnson. The um, right tackle. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm leaning. And, and Jacobs is going to have a lot harder time running uh, against uh, New Orleans, I think, than he did against uh, Carolina. It's very weird that the Raiders are uh, starting their uh, season and just doing a tour of the NFC South. There, that's kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, I think I think you can pull this one out, Mike. I, I uh, we don't know. It'll depend. I mean, got, he's got, Corby's got Galladay in there now, who's who's still questionable. So I mean, that'll obviously be a factor. And, he and if he plays, will he be a hundred percent or will he be a decoy here? So he um, I think playing. the I think the he interesting thing here is it's, and it's going to be how that Washington defense plays because he's got Murray and Drake both taking on Washington in Arizona. Um, at four yeah. o'clock on Sunday, I, if that defense shows up and balls out again, I like my chances. If you know you got to pick and choose who you're going to cover. Um, so if if they let Drake get loose or let uh, Murray go wild, I got to hope that it's only one of them that goes nuts and not both of them. So I'm hoping that you know the 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 Washington defense can uh, at least take one of those two guys away because that would definitely uh, that would definitely help. Yeah. No, for sure. But uh, but hey, going back real quick, um, Miles Sanders is supposed to be back, and Lane Johnson a right tackle. But I don't think you can play him this week. I think you gotta wait a week. It's not like the Rams are a layup or anything. Um, it isn't silly, but I think you gotta roll with the two. And Kamara should be good, especially with Thomas out. So. I mean, do, do you guys yeah, do you guys even factor uh, uh, home field advantage in anymore? With there's no crowd, there's no there's weird like piped in noise. I mean, does that even uh, do you even consider that as it, it, when you're making a, a roster decision? I just mean like with them with Miles Sanders coming back, right? And Chris Carson did so good the first week. I don't really think that's a call to even consider. Right? No, I I don't. You no, know, of course I would play Carson 100. percent um, All right, next game here: uh, La Resistance, Iron Flag Brothers, one and zero. La Resistance, Flag Bros, zero and one, looking for a win here. Um, I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I got the good news about Jonathan Taylor against that Minnesota defense that uh, you know. Well, they got passed on. I don't know how good their run defense is, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, Rogers certainly uh, tore him up. Um, I'm a little worried about my number two receiver spot here. I don't love Lockett against New England, but I have no confidence in Odell Beckham and what I've saw out of them with Baker Mayfield throwing to him. Um, I definitely have and problems it's on Thursday. And I and and I don't and, and you know I hate playing guys on Thursday. Um, Kittle I don't think is going to play. We'll probably see Goddard in here, um, so we'll see. Uh, I do you know playing against Lee. I, I like that uh, there's a quarter or a running back controversy in uh, Cleveland here. It looks like uh, Hunt is uh, eating into Chubb's carry, so that bodes well for me. Uh, but he did put Thielen back in, um, and he put Rogers in yeah, after and, sitting him last and week. And Lee will have to decide that by Thursday if he goes with James Robinson, yeah. which I don't know. Um, I probably, probably got to let it ride. You know, that was Lee's first or, or second pick, I guess. It's a, it's a, it's a tough spot with uh, 
with uh, Lee with these quarterbacks because you know he's trusting Rodgers, but but and now it's like Josh Allen against Miami. It's like that looks really tasty on paper too. I don't know. We're gonna have a hard time. I, I'm I'm picking me. I, I think I can pull this out. I I, I like uh I, I I'm I'm all in on this Jay Taylor character. I've never seen him play a, a single snap of football, but I, I've I've heard good things. I'll I'll just I'll give you my two cents. The thing that I I think. But he's got Rodgers, you've got Adams. So basically everything that Adams does is going to help him with Rodgers playing, uh, sure. with him starting Rodgers. So um, this is this one's tough. I hate Nick Chubb on Thursday. By and large, I hate that Rams backfield. Um, love Edwards LaHare, uh, especially against um, uh, the Chargers. I don't like McCaffrey against Tampa Bay. Um uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, Lee last week scored a total between his starting his starters points and his bench points, 204 points, the most in the league. Um, I'm going Lee this week. Sorry, Dave. Wow, I, I invite you on my show, and this is how you <laughs> repay me. Oh my God, unbelievable! If, if I had if I had to pick, um, I think the uh, Dallas and Atlanta is a shootout. Um, and I think Lee realized he made the mistake benching Thielen, and I'd probably pick Lee, too. I think Lee's oh, pretty good. I think both is... of y'all are good. I think both will be over 100. What a um, but slap think, in the face. I think Lee would edge it out. All right, fair enough. I'm not. I'm just. It's too early in the season for me to John B myself. I need to get on a bigger losing streak before I do no, that. Ain't nobody John B himself. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's get these last couple games out. I promised Micah uh, 30 minutes. So let's, maybe we can get him out in an hour. We'll see. Uh, big dogs one and zero. Cockheads zero and one. Sixty four percent favored. Seventeen uh, percent uh, or seventeen point guru spread. Excuse me here. Um, uh, can anyone, I mean, you know, Paul's got Lamar, but he's got Devin Singletary in there. I don't necessarily love that. Um, is there an argument to be made for Paul with, uh, Gronkowski in the starting lineup? I mean, uh, Micah, can you make an argument for Paul or are we all just taking Ron here as much as we, wow. we hate to do it? Well, Singletary's in the lineup. I, I just, I can't, I mean, mix it on Thursday, Lamar Jackson is, I, I, He's got some okay matchups, but the problem is you look at the other side of the board and the matchups that, that Ron has are, man, those are nice matchups. So I, I just, I can't make an argument where Paul wins. Well, yeah, it's like, it's like you said. I mean, you just take Ron. I mean, just don't look at don't look at the bench. Don't look at anything. You just look at that, that, that front, that top five is is the best. And, and Noah Fant was good. Fant is good, too. Yeah, of course. All right. Well, we're all in. But, yeah, they are playing Pittsburgh, but uh, but yeah, me, Paul, Lance, and I'd say Cleveland right now, bottom four teams, no doubt about it. All right. Well, you're on record. We used to do that. Who the the, the, the who's not making it? All right. We'll, we'll we'll post a poll. Which teams aren't making it? Um. Finally, speaking of uh, Lance, uh, Thon Nasty's here. Zero uh, and one, one and zero. Blue streaks. Blue streaks coming in as a fifty-five forty-five guru favorite. Um, you know, Lance, we got, uh, you know, he's Wilson against New England. That's a tougher matchup. We saw now if, if Wilson, if they're going to to let Russ cook and he had 43 last week, now the New England secondary is going to give a different challenge, um, to him. He, he's put Gurley in, it looks like, instead of David Johnson, a fa- more favorable matchup. Um, AJ Green also in. So we're getting some roster because oh, Michael Thomas is out. So, uh, John B's making some moves. Um, for Lance, you still got Mahomes, you still got Barkley, you still got Hopkins, and then you got a lot of question marks after that here. Um, you got you guys have any strong uh, feelings on this one, one way or the other? Yeah, I think Lance wins. I I, I think uh, I would probably not play Cam Akers and would probably go with Naheem Hines. Yeah. Um, but other than that, when you look, um, I think Mahomes is going to have a big week. I think Barkley's going to have a big week. I think they're going to probably feature him a lot. Um, so I think that he's going to have a big week. He needs to address that second running back spot. Um, C.D. Lamb this week, and I say this as I've got Gallup in my starting lineup, I think Dallas is going to throw the ball a lot. I like C.D. Lamb. Um, I like Waller because I think they're going to have to throw to keep up with uh, New Orleans. Um, I don't like A.J. Green on Thursday. Um, 
I'm not a huge Hollywood Brown fan. I just, I think he's boom or bust. You can get 30 from him, but you can also get two from him. Um, I'm going Jason this week. Yeah, I think I'm with you here, Mike. Uh, looking at it, I mean, I, I definitely think they Saquon is due for a big bounce back. I mean, you know, he's he's gonna he's gonna get his thing done. I mean, Mahomes, I think even is is due. You know, he they were kind of played more conservative. Um, you know, maybe I'm biased. I think Russell outscores Mahomes. Oh wow! All right, you're Again. going you're going the other way in uh, at home. Well, they're at home, but uh, yeah, on national TV against uh, against the Patriots, you like you like Russell hustle and bustle. Yeah, I think. I think Russell is uh, possibly one of the highest um, values of the draft. I think he he has, he might be the number one quarterback this year. Wow! All right, he's I... that good. Like he's just as good as as Mahomes or or whoever else. Like he's so good. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, if they well, take if they take the reins off of him and let him throw for four touchdowns, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if if they let him throw and don't just you know try to you know they've been they've been so conservative for so many years. Andy yeah. can run. Andy can scramble more yeah. than Mahomes. All right, uh, all right, good. Well, uh, thank you. We almost got it in under an hour, Micah. Any final thoughts? Thank you for joining us, Micah, as well. I hope to talk to you again soon. I appreciate it as always. Uh, best of luck uh, to uh, let us know when the uh, the more. Uh, sports network is 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 back and broadcast all right i guess you're still broadcast do you are you still you're doing like coaches shows or uh, anything i'm we not can listen to? i'm not doing anything right now okay so i'm just i'm relaxing taking some all right time well off, i'll, I'll be I'll, I'll, I'll probably be every uh, other week i'll be like micah what are you doing let's go <laughs> yeah, yeah give me a couple more games i ain't gonna want to talk about this <laughs> yeah just let me know um you guys have a good week all right, Micah. Thank you, buddy. All right. Ace. All right. Later. All right. See y'all. All right. Bye. Bye.